Chapter 8, The One in a Hundred. The good news is that you can actually win about one in a hundred or maybe more. Ending up with one in a hundred sounds like a really bad idea until you realize that right now you're coming closer to zero because you aren't managing your words to a hundred. You need one simple collective system to use together. The simpler the system, the better. The more people using the system, the better. You will take courage from each other. You might actually do better than one in a hundred. How will you find out? Try it for a year. How hard can it be to say nine words twice a week? And you might bear in mind that with some, you could go back to them in a few months and test them again. It is a magnificent success for you to say your nine words and leave the results up to your friend and to the Lord. Think of it as a fact-finding mission. That is all you need to do to start. Keep track of what people say when there is a chance you will talk to them again. When you come back a second time, much later, you can reflect with them on the fact that you remembered their first response. There are some great ways to treat this next conversation and we'll cover them later. When you remember the response of people, it creates a prayer reminder for you to ask the Lord to change their hearts. You only fail if you fail to try. The ratios are not your primary concern. Your concern must be to do what you can with your trust in the Lord. Later, often much later, you will learn that your sincere words left a lifelong impression because you backed them up with prayer. Remember the Holy Spirit wants your friends saved more than you do and will be at work when you are not around. When you risk saying the nine words, you will find the joy quotient in your life will rise because you have a much richer understanding of your world, the lostness of the people around you, and the tremendous benefits you hold dear because of what the Lord has done and is doing for you. With many people, you won't get as far as the three-word sentence for a variety of reasons. For those who claimed they go to church, we know some of them are stretching the truth and they know they are stretching the truth. That gives them something to think about. Why would they lead you astray? Their resistance gives you the opportunity to reflect on the kernel of truth in their perspective. It also gives you the opportunity to fine-tune your own approach and to help others in your church when they come across similar objections. Some people actually do go to a good church already. Think for a moment on that. You don't need to move them from their church to your church, but you do need to ask yourself a few questions. Why didn't I know that person went to a good church? Why didn't my friend know I go to a good church? You might even become the inspiration to help your friend grow the other church across town. Isn't that a blessing? Why make this a competition? We are all on the same team. For those who give you a negative rant, they will wonder about their own words after that fact if you give them a meek response. Often they will come back to you with a further, less heated set of observations. Great! You will gather more information. Now let's look back. Is this really one in a hundred? No because you have had some amazing and informative conversations that will give you a much richer life. 
When you give everyone the opportunity to talk about church, you are bound to find the few who are ready to respond positively right away, and you will enjoy doing it. Don't take people too seriously on all this. The reality is that they will not tell you the truth often. Well, at least not the whole truth and nothing but the truth. You see, when people don't want to do something, one excuse will serve just as well as another. You can't control their reaction. You can only control your positive action. You don't have to believe their story. You just have to tell yours.